Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the It Girl Guides podcast. My name is Akri Wen, aka your host. How are we doing today, guys? I hope we're doing so well. I'm doing really good. I hope you are too. Um, let me tell you guys something, okay? Before I go into the whole podcast, okay? The fact that I literally have like it's literally two a.m. right now, and I have six assignments waiting for me. That's due on Monday. Is crazy to me it's actually crazy it's actually out of my head and i hate doing assignments so i'm gonna kind of like act like the assignment don't exist okay it's it's not existing to me right now what what is the essay that it's literally doing monday right now i don't even know what the essay is about so i'm gonna choose to ignore life because i choose positivity okay speaking of positivity it's 2024 and i'm really excited to be honest i think i made a few goals for myself this year i made a vision board i made a vision book like look at me guys um i definitely think you guys should make a vision board because i don't know it's fun it's fun to kind of like see and kind of like want a lot of big goals you want throughout the year and you can kind of set up where you want to be for next year for 2025 but it's 2024 you know you know like start new basically and it was like on a sunday which was perfect because it's like actual like new week new month i don't know it felt great okay 2023 was reflecting back on it i think we can all agree that we learned something in life especially this podcast i started it in 2023 and i think i've gotten a lot of um life experiences as well talk me talking to a podcast for example i've gotten a lot of life experiences with that and i've learned so much about myself through my podcast as well and i hope you guys kind of got that same energy with my podcast i hope that my podcast kind of helped you guys realize some kind of sort things that um this 2023 treated you guys i I don't know but um i do want to talk to especially a lot of the podcasts i'm targeted towards are teenagers and i want to kind of point out some few things before i want to continue my podcast with this whole self-improvement thing and obviously my podcast was directed towards self-improvement and becoming better yourself and becoming this best version of yourself at a young age and balancing that you know teenage complexities through life and how to you know but i've kind of come into conclusion that i haven't really addressed this but i really think that some things for you like some lessons are meant for you to learn when you go through life It isn't meant for you to learn when you just turn 16 or after you listen to a podcast. Do you know what I'm talking about? Lessons are there to prepare you for next bigger chapters in life. And it's there to help you out in the next chapter, next age, whatever you want to call it. But I felt like I kind of never addressed that the things I've learned was through life experience the things i learned people have told me multiple times but i didn't get a grasp of it because i haven't went like i haven't walked through it do you know you guys know what i'm talking about 
you can someone could tell you to do this better be confident better be this better do you know what i'm talking about they give you so many advice in life but you literally sometimes will not take that seriously until you walk through life and i don't want a lot of teenagers to listen to this podcast and be like i have to self-improve i have to be better and i'm glad you're doing it that is such a great mindset for you to be like i want to be better for myself i want to be um better for myself and better for my future i'm really really glad but the one thing i will tell you is that teenage life and time is always going you will become an adult where you can work yourself and be better for your future self but i think there should be a balance between self-improvement and enjoying your teenage life i think both are amazing they both have aspects to life and i feel like you can do self-improvement while still enjoying your teenage life and i mean like the one aspect i'm saying this is mainly because there's just so much like surrounding self-improvement so basically when i was like around seventh grade i started my whole self-improvement thing um especially like self-love self-care and obviously that's like a great start to have you know but i definitely think I there's some part of aspects of self-improvement that a lot of people don't talk about especially when you're young is that when you start out your self-improvement young you kind of start getting cocky a little bit and feel like you're kind of better than everyone I don't know if this applies to everyone but there have been some common ground within teenagers that self-improve a lot is that they kind of feel better than the rest of the people and they don't feel fit in with the rest because they feel like they're just better in a way because they know things earlier or their self-improvement earlier so there are some aspects to that and your own ego is gonna kill you at the end like you have to recognize that you're doing it i recognized it um yeah i had that tendency to felt a little bit cockier than people because i know things but yeah it's normal within teenager i feel like i don't know if you guys can relate um but yeah that was one aspect of it and me i'm just saying like balance both you know like sometimes self-improvement isn't everything like isn't an everyday thing you should be doing like for me like allow yourself to make mistakes and allow yourself to take breaks between self-improvement and feeling um self-aware like obviously i'm at a point where i'm seven like 16 i'm going to be 17 sooner and i'm at a point where i think i'm all set in life like you know i'm waiting for my next lesson you know i'm reading books and being trying to be self self-aware but i'm not pushing myself to that limit in order to be like i need to be the best i can i need to be the best i can do you know what i'm talking about because right now i don't have to feel the best and i'm for me right now i feel like i'm at a at a pace where i love you know what i mean like i'm not going too fast in life i'm not going too slow in life i'm at a pace where I know what's going on around me. I know if I make a mistake, I'm going to fix it up. These are the basic things you need to know as a 16-year-old, and I know that. I'm not going to push myself to any limit to where I have to learn about um, self-improvement every single day. I don't want to do that. It's exhausting. You're not a self-care project. That's not how things should be. You are not a constant fix-up that you need to fix, keep fixing. No, that's not how life works, at least for me and that doesn't feel like happiness to me for me i want to be able to move through like a ocean like waves you know 
keep going and then learn lessons throughout and being okay with mistakes and you know like going with just going with the flow you know not too fast not too slow just go with the flow learn your mistakes learn your lessons fix it up and move on i enjoy life way better that way try to think of what you prefer because i think it's important to be self-aware obviously and self-aware of what you're doing self being self-aware of what your mistakes are but at the same time allow yourself to make some stupid mistakes so that you can actually learn through it my mom always told me this when i was younger and it was like i was always struggling with math when i was a kid and i would always make mistakes but then the next time i would do the same problem i know how to do it better now because i learned that mistake right my mama said always said to me that allow yourself to make mistakes so the next time you can remember it better she said making mistakes was okay and making mistakes was always the best option because that allowed me to remember next time when i you know make that same mistake and i can fix it right back up i think because of her talk through mistakes i learned to always make mistakes and i enjoy making mistakes it's not something i beat myself up i'm not saying i prefer making mistakes but in a way it taught me a lot of things in life and i think it it should apply to someone of you guys that are going to a journey self-care journey where you are making mistakes and you should enjoy that you should enjoy i'm not saying you should enjoy the mistakes you're making but or the consequences but let yourself be a human you know what i mean we're all experiencing life for the first time and it's not our fault i mean it is <laughs> our actions are our fault but don't beat yourself up so much make the mistake learn it apologize clean it up take responsibility and then move on i mean it when i say take responsibility that's the biggest part in life that a lot of people are struggling with and i somewhat i, I somewhat struggle with it and that's okay keep working on it anyways since we got that out of the way i hope you know that kind of helped out with some of you guys <laughs> um like for me right now i'm making this podcast and i have podcasts where i talk about certain topics that i'm familiar with but this podcast will always be a learning us learning you and me both together because sometimes the things i'm talking about in my podcast is the things i'm still working on and that's okay because we're both working on it and we're both learning and we're both growing and i think that's so beautiful for me is that we can grow and we and if you look at your five year past self you would i would not recognize her i would not know what's going on with her you know what i mean but that's okay that was where she want she was meant to be at and you're meant to be at now you know it's life is unpredictable and unexpected and i think that is the one thing we should try to enjoy okay so since we got that out of the way let's talk about our episode so in today's podcast i want to talk to you guys more like a little bit more about habits that you should consider bringing to 2024 with you and these are healthy habits that i think will make your 2024 way more improved and especially if we're talking about improvement and self-care and self-love i think these are literally the most important tips that you should consider bringing to 2024 
and I feel like being an it girl like you know what I mean like when I talk about being an it girl it's always about bettering yourself and I'm talking about how you can be the best version of yourself how you not obviously the best but how you can improve yourself from the old you and how you can level up you know what I mean I don't think there will be ever a version of you where you're like the best version of yourself. I think there will be a version of you where you improved from your old self. We're going to start off strong by number one. We're going to stop forcing friendships. And previously, last year, I used to try to force friendships. Not last year, but like my throughout high school, like um, freshman and sophomore year. I used to force friendship a lot, mainly because... I felt scared to not have friends. For me, friendships don't have to, you know, friendships should go with the flow. You know, they shouldn't feel forced. They shouldn't feel, um, yeah, they shouldn't feel forced. And I'm talking, and that's coming from someone that used to force friendship. I used to be friends with this girl. And ever since freshman year, I didn't really like her because of how she treated my friends and how she treated me making somewhat of shady comments i mean that's from my perspective you know what i mean and i don't like shady comments i'm someone that likes to um talk about my feelings a lot and i um make my boundaries a lot but this girl i could not make a boundary with her because she would always like try to be like that's a they're kind of like kind of like back fired me by saying it's like a me problem that I'm feeling this way yeah gaslighting victimizing for sure and obviously I don't want to label someone but that's how I felt throughout the friendship and I constantly try to force the friendship because she was like one of my friends friend so I didn't want to have any me I like I didn't want to make enemies you know because it was my f- best friend's friend and I didn't want to f- make her feel like I was, I don't know, I didn't want to start drama. So I tried to force friendship with her and I tried to make things work. But at the end of the day, it wasn't really working. So last year, technically 2023, like a month ago, I decided to end things with her. And I decided to not be friends with her anymore, mainly because of how I felt. When I was surrounded with her, I when I was, you know, being friends with her, it didn't make me feel good. It didn't make me feel like I could grow as a person when I was with her. And that's not her fault. We just didn't work out, basically. it's She has her things. I have my things. Do you know what I mean? We both have different things in life. And obviously, I'm not, a, I'm not at a place where I could judge her for acting out. Because I used to act the same way. But I can control who I surround myself with. And I can control who I'm letting people you know, take my energy and how I use my energy on people, I could control that. So I decided not to be friends with her. Not because I wanted to start drama, but I needed something to grow. I needed an environment where I could grow. And for me, talking to her every day wasn't going to make me feel better. It wasn't going to make me grow. It wasn't going to help me grow. So I had to make that decision. Sometimes letting friendships, you know, go the things we are constantly trying to tell people, I want you to be this way. I just don't really don't like 
I've made that same mistakes over and over again, telling people to change, telling people to, you know, act a certain way or like, it never works out at the end. And they're just not meant for you. As much as you love a person, as much as you want a friendship to work or you love a person, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And they were meant for that chapter of your life. But don't bring bad friends just because you don't want to feel lonely. It's going to make you a hundred times miserable in life. It's going to make you a hundred times lonely. It's better to have one genuine friend that actually makes you feel like like the best girl like it makes you feel happy than a hundred friends that makes you feel miserable it's not worth it and i always say this it's quality over quantity over any time i prefer quality over quantity i genuinely do not care about how many friends i have if i have that one person that would literally protect me and you know we like literally like loves me to death I don't care about quantity. I really don't. And I think it is something high schoolers, um, especially around my age, struggles a lot. Because it's kind of seen as embarrassed to have no friends in, in, in the high school. And it's kind of like, I don't know. I feel like I've met so many genuine good people when they literally have one or two friends. I feel, I don't know why. When people genuinely have one or two friends, their energy is so much way better than people that have, like, several friends and, like, so much, so much, like, crappy friends, you know? They surround themselves with crappy people and, I don't know, they just seem crappy. Like, their energy is just crappy, but I've talked to, like, people that has one friend and, oh my god, they're, like, the most genuine people to be around with and it makes me happy that... It's like the friends that have one or two that are like the most genuine. So I feel like I'd rather just have one or two friends than multiple friends that just... Anyways, that was literally not the point of this conversation. Okay, so when I say don't force your friendships is that when we try to make, you know, a friendship work because have you guys ever heard of um, growing out of a friendship where you don't feel like you're, you know growing anymore because you're like in this little egg and you can't grow because of this friendship i don't know i've seen so much growing up friendships and it genuinely hurts a lot more i feel like because i've had like friendships where i grew out and they grew out you know what i mean like we both became different people so we couldn't work anymore i've had those friendships and they hurt the most because there's literally nothing wrong with the friendship you guys are just not the same people that you used to be do you know what i mean and you can't make that friendship work because you guys don't you like used to laugh at the same jokes. You guys don't go on the same level anymore. You guys just don't connect on the same level anymore because you guys have different interests, different stuff going on in your life. Growing out of a friendship hurts so much, but it's the best thing, best gift that the universe or anyone could give you because a life could give you because you're it means you're growing you know as much as it hurts you're learning and you're becoming different people and that's okay some people are just meant for you in some certain chapters and they're meant for some certain you know pages it's not friendships are not forever and that should be okay with you and just you know don't force people to stay in your life because that just seems suffocating go with the flow if people want to get out of your life, let them. If people want to stay in your life, let them. Don't 
make people like don't push people out don't pull people in it's not healthy it's gonna make you feel more exhausted and forcing friendships is just not the vibe of 2024 okay so if someone wants to leave your life don't ever force them to not leave when a, your boyfriend your girlfriend your friends are like i don't want to be in your life anymore why beg for someone that doesn't even want to consider to be in life to stay it does it's not it doesn't seem worth it for me someone wants to leave let them there's no rules in life to just force someone to be in your life forever you know maybe them leaving is not on you it's you know it's on them and i mean there's some exceptions to that but yeah like don't force friendships it's just not worth it and don't force someone to become a different person okay look for someone that has the same expectations as you rather than the same person but different expectations you know what i'm talking about like they were really fun to hang out with but at some certain points i felt like my values with friendship didn't really align with theirs and i try to talk to them and be like hey this is how i feel these are my values these are my expectations and friendships and theirs was different in a way and they weren't really willing to change that and they shouldn't have to by the way but then i kind of realized that i really couldn't you know change them and obviously i couldn't because that's who they were that was who they were as a person they have different expectations and they have different values in life different values for friendship and that was not their fault but i had to come to a realization that some people are just not meant to be in your life because they you don't have the same values and the same expectations and that's okay maybe you guys were meant to hang out at a certain type of friendship level not a deep level so me and her still talks to this day we're still friends but we're not too close to a point because i personally disagree with her values and her expectation and obviously she doesn't agree with mine so well, you know but i try not to force expectations or values to your friends it's exhausting and it's suffocating to people so instead find someone that has the same values and expectation as you to make you feel a little bit better about who you're choosing and who you're letting into your life okay so number two for this 2024 habits we're gonna start journaling okay we are gonna start journaling repeat that with me we're gonna start journaling even though you might not want to we're gonna start journaling okay journaling is such the best habit that i have got myself into i started journaling around 2020 2019 and i started journaling because i wanted to express my thoughts and my emotion i wanted to be a little bit more self-aware of where i was at with my emotional self and i felt like that helped a lot mainly because journaling down was expressing how i felt whether that was drawing writing scrapbooking like i loved journaling and i still do to this day i journal every day every night every morning when i wake up when i go to bed it is the best feeling in the world mainly because i get to see where my progress is and i get to see what i'm doing and how i'm feeling and i mean it does get a little bit embarrassing when you go to like your 2019 journaling and you see all these emotional doubt and i'm like what was i even doing but it is kind of fun to see how you grow in life and how you have different mindset now with your 20 like with your four year self versus now do you know what i mean i felt as though 
journaling helps with anything stress you know your overall mental health being it helps you with your um you know it helps i don't know it helps you relax a little bit when you're going through such a strong emotion i really recommend writing it down so that you don't keep inside of that forever and bottling up everything makes you feel a little bit uh, you know like sad so it's 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 hard for sure journaling might be hard for some people because a lot of people don't like writing so i i mean there's like multiple ways to journal there's um the video way where you can like videotape your journaling entry you could also write down obviously that's like a classic you can type you know you could draw you know there's a lot of ways you can journal and I feel like journaling was like one of my therapy work that I was I was doing to myself. Journaling helped me realize so many things about myself that I didn't even know. Um, journaling helped me become motivated in life. It helped me become self-aware. There are some times where I feel like a friendship is going wrong and I would journal and I would act like if someone was telling me that story and how I would act. And what advice would I give to them if they were to tell me? And that advice have worked to, like a hundred of the time. So I had a problem with this girl, with this friendship I had. I love her. So basically, we had some miscommunication. And I wrote it down in my journal to see how I was feeling and how I was coming off as. And basically, in that journaling, I found out that... We were kind of misunderstood. We weren't like making any mistakes. We were just misunderstood on how we feel. So I talked to her about this. Obviously, we've, you know, figured things out. But I feel like if it wasn't for journaling, I wouldn't have known what was going on. I wouldn't have known it was a miscommunication. I wouldn't have known that what I was doing, like a per- perception of how my experiences. At the end of the day, journaling helps me realize becoming self-aware into some certain situations, becoming aware of what I'm doing and how we're feeling. And I think it's important to kind of check up on that, mainly because we can get so caught up with life. We can get so caught up with our emotions and who we we are. Like, you know what I mean? Like self-absorb a little bit. It's kind of hard to grasp how others are feeling and how others are maybe seeing views as you know what i mean i felt like journaling definitely helped me realize into this whole world of yes this is how i'm feeling but let's look at the other side and how they're feeling and try to understand both sides and try to work something out yeah so i really do recommend journaling i think journaling was the best decision for me it was amazing i've journaled for three years and the tips that i would give if you were journaling and you're starting out journaling i would say start slow it could be every night you know take 10 minutes of your day or five minutes into journaling um i don't know um a concept or you know look up some like on pinterest there are some journaling um entries ideas that you could look and it could be a simple question as do you like ice cream why do you like this flavor or it could you could go on deeper each each day but start off small you don't have to start off so big into journaling you can make it fun by journaling throughout the day you know i collect some like 
papers or I collect some flowers I saw throughout the day when I journal and I just tape it on there. It is so cute to look back on memories. I truly love it. So yeah, journaling was amazing and I, I love it. I still do and I recommend it to everyone actually. Okay, habit number three we're going to do in 2024 is we're going to stop with the people pleasing. Oh, oh, I love this one because I have dealt with people pleasing my whole life and honestly i'm still working on it it's something that is hard and I, can't, I don't know why it's hard but it is okay and i totally get you know my age wanting to people please people because we get that validation that we are actually cool and nice and we're i don't know we just validate ourselves but how do you stop people pleasing how how do you start that you know like how do you actually start to not care about what other people think? And I feel like when I learned this whole people-pleasing thing, I read this book and basically they were talking about how people-pleasing was like there is no reality where you're going to stop caring about people. People nature to care about people is actually a good thing. And I'm glad you care about what other people think about you. And I think that is some kind of... um self-awareness that you're having caring about what other people listening to about what other people say about us kind of reinforces the idea of self-awareness if you know if my friend came up and told me hey agree i from my perspective you have been being really mean to me blah blah blah, blah. if i were to not care about what she thought about me would you think I would ever learn my lesson if I was to actually be mean and be rude? Do you think I would have ever learned my lesson through her comment if I never cared about her? No. You somewhat need to care about people's thoughts and feelings, you know, like opinions, obviously. But there should be somewhat of a balance between people pleasing because are you doing that to validate yourself or are you doing that to self-awareness? There's two... It's hard to explain, but there's a balance. There should be a balance. And I feel like in some ways, we know where we're at deep down. I was at a place, at a people-pleasing phase, where I did things so I could make people laugh and I could validate myself through that. I felt way better about myself when people were laughing at, at my jokes, where people were commenting, complimenting me. And there's nothing wrong with that because compliments and people good comments about you do validate you that is a good thing that's a human nature but it shouldn't be too reliant because i saw a habit with myself that i would only be comfortable with my outfit or i would only be comfortable with myself or feel good about myself when someone was complimenting me or when someone you know was giving me these like compliments and like i said it's not a good it's not a bad thing but when it when you become too reliant on that, you start to become a little bit satisfied with yourself. I remember there was one day where I hated my outfit because no one complimented me on it. This was back in freshman year. I did not like my outfit that day, which I love that outfit. Deep down, I really love that outfit. I coordinated it, but no one commented or no one complimented me on it. So I hated that outfit after that. I never wore it. What does that show about me? That I care too much about what people think about me. It was at a point where I was I stopped wearing the outfits that I like. The things that I like. Because 
someone was not complimenting on it or someone didn't make a compliment towards it or someone didn't like it that itself showed that i was a people pleasing person and i went out of my way to make people try to compliment me or feel good about me so i could feel good about myself when it comes to self-love you should never rely on someone's opinion to love yourself or to validate yourself and people pleasing comes from lack of confidence and lack of self-esteem so the root issues that we have to work on if you have such a people pleasing mindset is self-esteem if you lack self-esteem you're gonna constantly look for that validation within other people within you know how can i make someone feel good about me how can i make someone you know compliment me so i could feel good about myself that is never a mindset you should have yes there are days for me even someone that has a high confidence where i have low self-esteem and this month i have low self-esteem right now but that's something i'm always working on self-esteem self-confidence are the things you're going to be always working on especially at day and age where you see social media um you know tiktok of girls that are way more prettier than you like you compare yourself okay especially as a girl i understand other girls you're never I, I don't think that i will reach myself to the point where every day i'm gonna feel confident yes that will happen for a week or three week, three months but it's not gonna happen for a year there are some things we're insecure at and where we feel not confident in and that's okay just try to work more on that you know anyways you don't always have to be the top confident but what i always have is being right about who i am i'm validated by myself if someone tells me oh acre is this acre is that i will literally genuinely not care because deep down i know that's not who i am so when you validate yourself and when you have that self-esteem you genuinely stop caring and obviously i'm not saying to stop caring completely but there are some comments that if people make about me that i literally would disagree because that's genuinely who i'm not and especially with someone that has a high self-awareness of who they are i don't know i ever made this podcast but i think it's in my draft i was talking about how to stop caring about rumors and like you know gossips and coming from a high school girl that is something i experience literally daily daily life and obviously it doesn't happen every day but once a month it does come up you know oh my god this girl was talking about you about how you're this and that or i think us high schoolers can relate that there has been one comment made about us and there has been one assumption made about us and as much as we don't like it we want to prove that we're not this person and we're not this the one thing i learned about having gossip and having rumors about me is that i literally stopped trying to prove to people who i was as a person and i think that was the best decision i've ever made in my life i've heard rumors about me where they're like oh yeah acre is like blank oh acre is rude acre is a bully blah blah blah. whatever they had for me after i did some self-reflection i'll be like has there been a time when someone came up to me and was like hey I didn't like how you acted towards me like this. Or I didn't like how you did this. You know what I mean? There hasn't. Well, even if they had, I would have apologized and I would have been like, you're right. That was messed up. I fucked up. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? 
I'm someone that takes responsibility when I know I did something wrong. I'm someone that does take responsibility. And I know that if someone come up to me and told me about how they felt about me, I would self-reflect and take responsibility. Okay? But when there's like numerous different rumors about me, it's just like people are just making up at this point based on assumptions. And I can tell where when I'm acting this tor- like this way or when I'm not. Some people have different perspective of you. You could have a crappy day and it's like the first time you're meeting someone and that was like the being rude was like your first impression. They're going to see you as someone that's rude. You know what I mean? There's different perspective of who you are as a person with different people depending on your day. And but at the end of the day, you yourself know who you are. Do you know what I mean? I have negative personality, I mean, like negative traits about me, and I have positive traits. Everyone in life have a negative traits and positive traits, but it, I think it's kind of important to just try to stay into our positive traits, obviously. There's going to be days where your negative traits come out, but that is not who you are. You know who you are, and you know your soul. You have to validate yourself. You have to be confident in who you are, because I know deep down that Yes, once in a, once in a like once in a lifetime, there's gonna be sometimes where I'm mean, I'm rude, but then you're gonna apologize, you're gonna take that responsibility, and you're gonna move on. When people make rumors about you, it's kind of solely on perception of who you are. But when you know you hear these rumors and you're like, "But that is not me. That's not who I am. That's not what I do. That doesn't align with my values." Then it doesn't. You don't have to go out of your way to prove to everyone that it's not you. When I talked about people pleasing, and I started hearing these rumors, I was like, no, 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 I have to go out and try to be nice to everyone and become this person that I'm not, so that they can believe it's not me. That's not who I am. You don't have to prove to anyone who you are and versus who you're not. You don't owe that to everyone. They will come to you to know that. Real people, real friends, they will come to you. And they will be like, they will, they, if someone knows you and they don't do that, they're not going to listen to these rumors. And that's something I stand by every day. If someone makes a rumor about me, if someone makes a gossip about me, or like, it's like a false rumor, if you believe it, you truly don't know who I am. And the people that does know you, they'll be like, oh yeah, we know it's false. I think back in freshman year when those rumors got out and stuff, I think my friends were the only ones, like my close friends, my, um, you know, like four or five friends. They were like, if you're like, we know you wouldn't do that. So when there's false rumors about you and stuff, I stopped caring what other really truly felt about me or see me as because it's not up to me. I can't control that. I can't control how other people feel about me. I can control that. But what I can control is how I act towards other people. I can control that. I can't control your actions or your thoughts towards me. I can't. That's not. That's out of my control. And I don't owe anyone an explanation. I don't owe anyone a proof to why I act the way I do. If you want to be friends with me, you can. If you don't want to, I can't control that. That's not. That's out of my hand. And I don't own anyone an explanation to why you should be friends with me or why you should hang out with me or why you should, you know, 
talk to me there's there's no explanation so for me that's totally up for people and i stop people pleasing after i realized that there are some things that are out of my control versus there's some things that are in control and if it's out of my c- control i give it 48 hours before i could actually try to fix it up the 48 hour always works it's 40 the 48 hour rule is where you realize that in 48 hours if it's out of your control you don't you don't do anything you're done in 48 hour after it passes you don't do anything it's done so in two days let it pass two days if it's done and if it's out of your control you have not you don't do anything towards it okay i hope that helps guys we're coming to an end of this podcast and i want to leave you guys some notes before i start thank you so much for listening to this podcast I think that it is amazing how we're both, me and you both, we are learning at the same time. And I know, and I hope you know this, that you're not alone in this journey. And I'm there with you spiritually, virtually, maybe physically with you guys. And it's hard to, you know, go through self-care journey or, you know, self-improvement journey a little bit sometimes. And I try to understand that a lot i hope you guys keep continuing these podcasts and listen listening and self-improvement not even just my podcast other people podcasts they are really really good i'm listening to some of the podcasts right now and amazing but yeah and I'm, i'm really glad that you know you guys are in this journey i think it's amazing how you guys started it's hard it's gonna be hard but you got this you're not gonna give up you're gonna keep going and i believe in you guys you know okay well that's it guys that's it for this podcast um i love you guys so much thank you guys for listening and i'll see you guys in the next podcast episode okay bye